Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Rugby Report Card for another week. Uh, you're here, the three amigos are back. i got Jim with me. Mm-hmm. And Richard's back from Japan. Yeah, hey boys. Hey, alright, here we go. Last round of the Rugby Championship to discuss. We'll what talk about you... the two games. Well, before we even talk about the two games, what did you think about the Rugby Championship as a whole? Now it's done. I know there's still a blood as low next week, but what did you actually think of the Championship? Yeah, I'm in. I think it's great. I love the week off between the two weeks of games. That's it. Oh, I, I genuinely we had this disagreement last week. Um, I don't. I don't like it. I actually think there's something lost. It used to feel like there was a Wallaby season. Now with two of the games being in an absurd time zone, which you can't help, uh, and then the week off every two weeks, it just feels like it's this long slug. And I think even the players looked at today. Well, I, I meant more specifically in regards to you finished second, and I know we'll dissect the game in a minute, but... You've actually only just beat, you've only beaten Argentina twice, so that's what I mean. How, that's all how, South Africa did. I appreciate that. Two no, wins, two draws, two losses. Very defensive of you, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I ask you the same question if you were South African. What is was was it a success? What what do you think of the championship? I think it was a a failure for Argentina, a success for New Zealand, and I genuinely think for Australia and South Africa, it's probably par. I think normally that's not a draw. We win here, they win there. And it's the same result, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't really change much. And I reckon that's a par season. It's an anomaly that sort of one week, both Australia and South Africa got smashed by New Zealand. Then the next week they did really well. So it probably really does mean it's a draw. I just reckon it's even money. Yeah. The whole thing feels like a draw. Are we reviewing the performances or are we reviewing the tournament? The, the tournament as a whole and then ultimately because... At the end of the tournament, there's a table and you finish second. So I was just wondering, are you happy with the with the with the, with the whole performance? Second is last. It's a it doesn't even factor in. Yeah. You know, each game is its own tournament. Really. Yeah. I don't really give a fuck about that lad. I haven't looked at it once during it. But then that's strange that you said that you're in for the rugby. Because team. it ha- you have to play. I'm I'm happy with the way it's structured. I like playing each team twice. Well, you don't one care about home. the trophy. I don't give a fuck about the trophy. See, I do. I do care. And I would like to win it. I just don't think we can at the moment. But that's when your argument about the Tri-Nations, that trophy used to mean something. This one doesn't mean fuck. Yeah, but that was my whole point. And when you throw shit like the Mandela plate and all that shit, it undermines the trophy. What are we playing for? Here, here. That's why it used to be a better competition. Mm. I'm talking about the structures of playing each team, the two weeks and then a week off. I think that's brilliant. I I reckon you could blindfold me and I could sketch the Tri-Nations trophy. Oh, yeah, I remember Every engraving. I couldn't tell you what the rugby championship... I don't know if it's a bowl, a plate, Mm. a cup, a bottle. Fucking... No idea. Twist off. I don't know what it is. (laughs) The Tri-Nations was fucking sexy. But this is is what I was saying. You've changed teams here. No, because that's why I asked. I asked to clarify. I thought it was the structure of the comp, not the actual trophy itself. No, I'm, trying, what, I'm what, talking about all of it. I'm talking about the structure, the structure's trophy, good. the time zones, the prestige. I but think you we've can't, lost something. Yeah, but that, that comes with time. You can't just... Pre- all, all of a sudden, I've shifted my care. or It doesn't carry over from the Tri-Nations into the championship. It's a completely different comp. And when you throw plates and individual trophies in between, then fuck this. But you're many. arguing two things here. You're arguing it sucks and it's good. I thought I we were understand. talking about the structure of it. The, the games, too, whether it's too long, too short, the travel and shit. I'm, I'm in for that. I think it's great. But you're talking about how valued is the tournament itself. I'm talking about both, and I think they're both valued. So you like the format? Love the format. Okay, but the actual competition part of it, you don't particularly... It's you a like strange the, argument. Yeah, you like the individual contest, but um, you don't like the, the whole end up. 
Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I'm confused with your so. argument. I suppose the thing is, if you look at I like the format, mm. but the the uh, the common thread through it all, all being linked, mm. is insignificant to me. It's neither there or not there. Maybe, maybe I'll get there to, over time because if you compare it to like the Six Nations, for example, each of the games, you know, for example, England, Scotland have the Calcutta Cup. We play for that 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 trophy, and that's obviously value between the two nations. But at the same time, there is the ultimate goal of still winning. The, the the Six Nations trophy at the end of it. But do they have weeks off in the Six Nations? Yeah, they do. Yeah. And are the time zones? Well, obviously, how bad in, does it get? No, because obviously, being in Europe, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an hour flight. Yeah, here, it's it's not an issue whatsoever. There's the competitive nature. Generally, you'd have a game at two, and you'd have maybe a, a game at four, and on the last day. Of the does game, it feel like a season though? No, it's a, it's an amazing. I love the Six Nations. It's it's great. It's yeah. just because it is so intense. All countries are close to each other, so there is no that that no, there's not that time zone. There's also a bit of tribalism in terms of the dislike for each other potentially, and it's just been going for many many years, and so therefore it's just grown. Well, hopefully this will get there. I just feel like the. It doesn't feel like a season for me. It feels mm. like exhibition games, which is oh, attesting no, to what James is saying, that each game is its own exhibition. See, I don't like that word exhibition, because exhibition suggests to me friendly, and, and I don't think any of the games we've seen have, have been friendly. They've been There's always been that end goal of trying to win. Do you, do you yeah, know? yeah. And I, I, and I think every game is, but I think it doesn't feel like a comp. Mm. Okay. That's how I feel. Fair enough. And I feel like the Tri-Nations used to. Yeah. And yeah, maybe the time, 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 time. But how do you make something feel like a comp to you? Oh, for me, it's playing every week competitive games. At the moment, Argentina aren't. Competitive. It's too much of an ask. If we you're going to throw a South American team, and you can't ask them to play every week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I'm you're being saying very maybe, selfish. Maybe we got it wrong with Argentina. <laughs> They're 15 uh, in a row. They've lost. Yeah, but the, in terms of growing the 15, world, in been, the in the rugby championship, they lost 15 no, games in the rugby championship. But, but in the but that's to be expected from them. They've they've regressed since the World Cup. Yeah, and in addition, you're playing you know the the upper echelons of the game. So that for them to grow their game, they need to be competing again. Which was them. the argument to let them in there? Yeah, which I got, but, but I think it's, just... it's been at the expense of Australian rugby. You can tell, but no one cares. No one cares, mate, that we're playing. Other really, than the so diehard Do you really fans. think that, that... In terms of viewership for that, I no. I reckon it's minuscule. But even if you took Argentina out, wouldn't you say the average fan was only ever going to watch the blood as low anyway? Yeah, but if they built... If it was like that, then the next one, then South Africa, and then you lose one week because we're over there, and then we're back playing South Africa here, it would feel like a season and the fans would learn their names. No, they wouldn't. I just feel like we've regressed because of We've regressed because we're shit. But we're not that shit. We're not that shit. That's, on par, with, that's on par with Super Rugby. Super Rugby. People have tapped out by the Gladys. They tuned in for the first one and it was rabbish. And that was second it. one was a great game, but we mm. still lost and then no one gives a fuck from there. Because mm. the rest of it's a farce. But the problem is to use your argument... Is that a month off before it's in a decent time zone again? To be of course su- not watching. To be success- two weeks. To be successful in the Super Rugby, you said you had to be a Kiwi team. Correct. So to be successful in the rugby championship and to gain fans and to garner more interest in the game, you have to beat New Zealand, correct? Yeah, I think it's bigger than winning, though. So, I think so, it's building the brand by having it on primetime TV a couple of weeks in a row in a competition that people care about, players that they know the names of, that kids want to grow up and be. But what I'm, again, it goes back to my point that the people, the, the average Joe will only want to watch the, the New Zealand game. That's and, what I'm saying. Get rid of the Argentina one. So we played that New Zealand game. Did you win in a couple of weeks in a row? Hmm. I, I just, I just think we've we've gutted the game too wide in Super Rugby with too many teams, 
too many conferences, too much travel. We've gutted the game too wide in terms of the rugby championship. Now, I'm not saying change it. It is what it is, and we have to adapt to it. I'm just saying I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I used to like the Tri-Nations more, and I think the average fan bought into rugby more when it was a Tri-Nations. Well, it was the biggest sport then. It's just not as big anymore. But I believe it's not as big anymore because of this decision. I it's, think it's there's a, a direct parallel between the two. I'm sure there's other things you did. Yeah, sure, sure. Made. It's one part of it. After the last World Cup. Well, 2003 is when people stopped watching. What happened then? We lost. <laughs> Literally, if you go back and see the stats every year, it must get less and less. I haven't yeah. seen them myself, but I'm guessing. I I'm, I'm this thinking is this is a 15-year thing. This hasn't happened sure, since Sure, sure, but I'm thinking it's a contributing factor. It's not a... It's well, not what a we're arguing that everything's led to this. What are, we've just lost complete track of the argument. <laughs> it's a shit cunt. Yeah, <laughs> now you're on my side. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that because it's funny. The format's good, though. So, uh, talking of the format, there was a game today. There were two games today, obviously. Should we start off with the Argentina-Australia game? What, a, uh, what did you think? Obviously, there was a... It eventually became a comfortable, in inverted commas, win by the look on the scoreline, but it was far from it from the game. Um, what did you think? I, I disagree. I actually think Australia were in control of everything yeah. at all times. Had Foley kicked his goals, and he had most of the season. He just hadn't today. I wonder how many times we've said that in this podcast over the last... Not last few weeks, though. He kicked 19 in a row. Had he kicked yeah. his goals, it's not close. Mm-hmm. It is a comfortable win. And I think when you actually watch it, it largely was comfortable. Yeah. Argentina didn't have a lot. No. Australia just made a few errors. Yeah. Um, so I think it was a comfortable win. I just think it was a bit of a shit game mm. because it was so scrappy. Poorly refed, poor ruck, poor malls, poor scrums, poor offside line, lots of stoppages, slow. Slow and scrappy from two tired teams. Mm-hmm. Should we look, before we look at the things that they could improve on, because there are things, should we look at the, the, the positives from the game first of all? Um, I didn't watch, apologies for not watching last week's game, but... Uh, Dempsey got his hands on the ball a lot. It was affected slightly at the breakdown, but he, he made good meters. Rodham and Coleman continued to make good meters as well with their uh, uh, running with the ball in hand. Particularly, con- particularly in that first half, I thought their their post contact meters were actually were, were better than what they have been recently as well. So I thought there was there were some positives. They dropped off a little bit, but again, we're looking for some positives really. Um, again, nice nice set-piece try. Love a set-piece try. Yeah, Dempsey was awesome. Mm. That's the first good game I've ever seen him play. Mm. I'm talking Tars, Wallabies, everything. His yeah. ball running was great. All he had to do was make one run and one tackle, and he looked good, though, really. <laughs> looked better than Adam. Just again. comparatively speaking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and Tui looked heaps good when he yeah. came off the bench, his ball running. We just need ball carrying forwards. We mm. still lack a genuine pilferer. Because um, Tataf doesn't do it and Hooper doesn't do it enough. Mm. So we're missing Pocock. But some ball carrying forwards. Yeah, Dempsey had a good game. Undeniable. Mm. Coleman and Rodder, a little unco, but still very good mm. and building. Um, front row stood up again. They, the first two scrums looked a worry, and then after that, they found their feet and, and dominated. I think they were very clever, the Argentinians, in that first scrum there, because they, they, I'm sure they pushed a little bit early on that first one. Their timing of the, the push allowed them to get that, that extra yeah. nudge on. Um, look, I've given uh, Palazzo now a bit of shit. His line-out throwing got better. It was was was, was decent. Uh, you know, line-out functioned well. Of no note, the last three games, which means he's doing well. Mm. Um, yeah. Genia, that's, he was incredible. Yeah. 
Um, I, I also like the fact Reese Hodge comes to is and Corabetti as well. They come to they're, they're coming to find work more. They're using them as more of an option as around the corner inside passes, trying to use them as well, which I think is a real good option as well to get over the game. Like yeah, the thing with that is they're putting um, Hodge defending at 12. ten or twelve, yeah. but when they do that off a set piece, they're leaving that wing that he's supposed to be defending on just marked by a back rower, and I reckon that might be exposed next week or the week after because mm. that there's space there. Yeah, I'm I, concerned I, about that. I still, uh, I still think at this point, we've got a the the sense is it's not working with Beal dropping back and dropping up. Beal's thing is he's just not consistent. No, he can't play four good games in a row. No, but he's a very good player. My, he's got to be fullback. He runs crossfield. He just needs to play fullback because he's exceptional and he can play your second five eight. Put Izzy on the wing. Pick two centers. Is it, are we jumping to, to conclusions there about three games ago, which seems an age ago, which goes against the, the weak break and what have you? But Deal with his Seiko. He's phenomenal. I think yeah, he's phenomenal. I just think he's not a, a, a traditional 12. Hmm. And we've got a lot of people playing untraditional positions. <laughs> yeah. Don't we? We're yeah. carrying a lot. Yeah. Like, Hodge well, isn't a traditional wing. He, did, he played a fucking great game. Let's not rule that out. Yeah, no. But you're but, looking um, at McMahon's not a traditional eight. Hooper's not a traditional seven. You know, and, and the problem is, as soon as you lose, they're, they're so obvious, those flaws. Yeah. When you're winning, it looks all right. Yeah. I, I just think Bill runs across field. If he plays 15, he's exceptional. He can pick his moments. He doesn't mm. have to tackle. You don't have to restructure the entire defense. Mm. Izzy's a freak. Yes, he's a freak fullback, but I think he's just as good off the wing. Mm. He, um, it, was, it was the stat said by the commentators that he's 11 tries this year. Yeah, which is the best ever return for a Wallaby in a season. You've still got to play Japan, Scotland, England, and someone else. I think in it's going to be an incredible season. Yeah, does does that give? Uh, is he in the best Wallaby form he's been in for a while? No. Well, there's it... an article written this week where he admitted that he wasn't, and Checker said the same sort of thing. So is it then? Uh, he's what... just that good. He's just that good. He's yeah. a one on one. He's very hard to tackle. Man, he got tackled every time today. Yeah, he did. He, they just shut him down really he's, well. Actually. Yeah, but he's had a world class season. I'm oh, not going to uh, judge yeah. one performance no, when the game didn't get to the fullback ever. Really, oh, completely. Um, I, yeah, he's just very, very good one on one. He's not your traditional rugby player. No, he's just in space. The bloke scores. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see how he actually how he would end up if he did play on the wing, as you intimated. Yeah. I, I don't know how it would work. It's fine. Know. He's good under the high ball. Yeah. The only know. argument is maybe he doesn't get enough ball there. Mm. But I reckon our wingers touch as much as our fullback. Fuck yeah. Mm. We play heaps lateral. Yeah, that's true. Um, what do you think of a, a, a Kepu? Again, um, I did, again, didn't watch the game last week, but I stood up today. Um, thoughts on him long term as your, as your tight head? Or, or yeah, we need him for, for at least a couple of years. Yeah. He's just very good. Mm. He's yeah. very good. Mm. Him and CO are both good. They're just case of the drop ball occasionally yeah. they try and do a bit too much with that shit hopefully the skills are improving yeah. hopefully it's a long term plan to skill them up to that all black standard mm. um, it was nice to see Corabetti again I've already mentioned him finding find work but a good finish as well for his try yeah he's menacing eh? he's very physical I just think if you put Fuller out of the wing going back to that point something's going to be lost man you got to get rid of Hodge you can't get rid of someone like Corabetti yeah Hodge is the one that where does um... see you mate where does, where does DHP, when he's fit, where does he come from? Well, that's his wing. That's his wing. If you keep, The structure we have, he takes so, Hodge's spot. So I'm just saying... But if, I'm saying if, if you went build a fullback, I don't think DHP makes it. I think he's okay. your perfect bench player. Yeah. Covers so many positions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, hey, they're not going to change. We'll see that. Yeah, we definitely no. won't be seeing that. <laughs> no. But I think just build drifting and Hodge having to tackle at 12, 
cost you a try a game. Yeah. It's costing you seven points a game, so there better be pay for it. Yeah, no. Um, in terms of uh, overall performance, though, were you happy with it? Obviously, you said it was scrappy, and you said both teams looked tired and what have you, but because you won the game, would you say you're happy overall? Yeah, well, we scored four tries, one by 15 yeah. in Argentina at the end of a long season. You take it, and how we kick our goals, we win by 20-25. And it's a it's a drubbing. Yeah. Um, yeah, you take it. Just decision making was poor. A few drop balls, um, and then defensively, just a f- we looked tired mm. on that turnover. We just didn't have much reply. I don't know. It just felt like an underwhelming performance. But yeah. mate, you'll take it. Oh yeah, definitely. Wasn't well, a lot to this game because Argentina didn't bring a lot, did they? No. I mean, it's just the same fucking routine with them. Should they get a good? amount of space on the counter they'll, they'll do something that's worth commenting on but outside of that mate they're just ruck scrum mm. and for it. a lot of the time it should, this is it should be praised to Australia you had, when they um, didn't get quick turn of a ball and then when they did have the ball in hand they went backwards a lot yeah, yeah. They went back, that's like, when our defence looked good yeah. but on turnover we no, looked but yeah. just, uh, everyone's running around Beal's going to the wing Hodges coming in here Kepu's running over there, like, yeah, it's mm. hard. And we talk about the AARU making some shit decisions. This whole thing's been a shit decision by the Argentinian rugby. They've lost fucking, as you said, 15. They beat Georgia only in the last mm. nine or whatever it is. Fucking Aguares looked rubbish last year, looked mediocre this year, and it's going to look the same next year. And they're gonna whatever be... they've done, they've fucked it up, mate, because they had a good thing. A what? bit too much talent to be as shit as they are. There's mm. too much. There's too many good individual players there. There's a lot of good players overseas as well at the same time, which they're but they can't. They're not allowed to play for. That's what I'm saying. We're not not picking them. But then it does it dilute. There'd be no Hagiwaris. Yeah, you have to kick him from the comp. See, mate, how much better would that comp be? Yeah, I hear. Going over there for one game, fuck up your entire sleeping pattern for one game. You come off the bench for Hmm. like Phipps, mate. It's tough, mate. The only way the model works and the super rugby thing is genuine conferences. Hmm. They, they, they can't split into the hemispheres. No. No. It's very, the world's very big. I'm not sure if they've seen it. No. I don't, yeah. Is it? It's is very it? big. Is mate. it? Oh, okay. You know, fuck, the only one winning out of this is Qantas. Yeah, those are miles as well. I don't know. They must be getting some free flights if they get Kill to earn those Absolutely miles. killing it. And those pyjamas look fucking so comfy too. Yeah. Love it when they put those on. Hmm. What if you can buy them? The Qantas pajamas. Yeah, 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 those grey ones. I reckon you fly again. first class, Jim. I reckon you can do. I reckon free. business, business, business. You get them. Yeah, yeah. I can't afford that. No, no. Oh yeah. Free <laughs> okay. teachers. We're not doing that. <laughs> oh, uh, do you want to shit on any in particular? Anyone in particular? Mate, I don't. Beal was ordinary. He had a shocker. Yeah. But you know he's had a great season, so you can't shit on him too much. Yeah. Foley's goal kicking was shit, but he just kicked nineteen in a row. Yeah. That the inconsistency is frustrating. The, the fact that things start looking better and then all of a sudden they're shit again. Yeah. We seem to improve on one thing. Yeah. But hey, I'll take it. Jim, bumming the team for the Wallabies? Look, I did, like you said, we were just fucking in front, mate. We weren't really getting challenged other than set piece and we pulled it together at the back end. I got nervous it's... at 13 all and at 20 all. But... Oh, I never did. Yeah, you didn't. You thought, no, we got this. We'll be right. I had Wallabies 13 plus on, on the old sports bet and I was pretty confident. Didn't yeah. hit the cash out. I was confident. Nice. Uh, what are you talking about, bum? You've had the rugby. No bums. Cha- I don't think there is a bum. Okay, let's talk about the rugby championship as a whole, though. Bum of the championship. Hannigan. Bum of the fucking season. <laughs> Done. Thanks for coming. 
Okay. Who's, your, who's, your, who's your player of the championship? The find of the championship. No, 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 no. The player of the championship, not the find. We'll come on to the. Well, are we just talking Australia? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because we've established you don't care about anybody else. Player. Yeah. Corbetti played great in his two tests. Yeah, he's my Still find. He's my find. That's not enough. Flowers hard to argue with. Hooper's hard to argue with. Hooper played some monster, monster games. Uh, one of those two, I reckon. Yeah. I mean, Kurundrani stood up when mm-hmm. he didn't have a great Super Rugby season, yeah. but I don't think he was... Proved his worth when he didn't make the team. Yeah, I don't think he was player of the team or anything. No. Um, Hooper or Flau, I guess, on the points. Foley did some great things, but he does some shit things too, and he mm. misses his kicks, mm. and kicks it dead and stuff. Genny had a few blinders, but wasn't consistent every week, yeah. so... Hooper and Flower probably most consistent. Mm, most consistent. Coleman as well did well. Coleman, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, yeah, it really is more of a who was the most consistent than who was the standout because everyone had their four. Everyone had a good week mm. and everyone had a bad week type of thing. Yeah, Coleman maybe then. Which mm. is probably a great thing. Do you reckon it's better for the squad to all be like on a De- similar definitely. level playing field than one freak, two freak, three freak, four? Oh, I'd love four freaks in a team. <laughs> I'd <laughs> take that. Yeah. <laughs> just be New Zealand. <laughs> um, i tell you what I have seen, though, to sort of review the end of the Wallaby season is I've seen growth in the skills, whether that be the scrum, Nick the, the line-out, the clean, they've in. cleaned up, the, the forwards actually being able to tip on now, mm. Genia mm. being able to hit a runner much mm. wider mm. to get away from Some great passes post. thrown by WGA. Yeah, absolutely. Was that one try that was disallowed due to a forward pass, mate, if that came through. Sanchez didn't need to commit to the tackle, but... Looked sexy. That ball to Hodge was Man, that looked like the Tri Nations trophy. Mm. Um, and and I think from Checa sort of trying all these young forwards, there's 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 a, almost two in every position. Mm. That mm. that I believe mm. the front row no, um, I'm a bit nervous there. But Ulysses coming through, yeah. Al Alatoa. Would like, you have liked to you can see him on the bench? Yeah, can... we said that. Oh, but sorry. I guess Mora deserves it. You can see um, the method to Czech's madness. He's not sketching the team on a napkin on the way to the, the yeah. game. You he's know, actually he's, built he's, some depth this season. And it's come through. It's like actually if you worked. Think, hmm. Other than, you know, 9, 10, I reckon the back line is a backup in every position. I, well, I still question 12. You're inside centre. Carmichael. He was great before he went injured. Like, uh, for me, if Beal was to go to 15 and Flowers to go to the wing, Carmichael hmm. would be probably the bloke. I mean, I like Karevi, but I just think his defensive lapses, mm. he's got to show a bit more. Oh, yeah. Something's lost if you put K Hunt there. I don't reckon. Uh, I haven't seen enough. Yeah, neither have I, I. Neither have I. But he didn't do much wrong. No. I, I'd, I'd be fine. He's a traditional 12, I reckon. That's it would have been good like to it. see him have a go there this yeah, year. Yeah, with connecting with Foley, Beal, Falau, Genia. I'd like to see all of those. I don't know. Cool. I don't know. Hopefully, he does a European tour. Because, well, yeah, you've obviously got um, the Kiwi game. Obviously on the twenty first, and then you you away to Japan, um, then Wales, um, then England, and the last one is Scotland. Mm. That for me, that's a menacing backline. If you had Genia, Foley, Carmichael, Kurundrani or Karevi at thirteen, Corabetti on a wing, Falau on the other one, Beal at fifteen, start to look scary. But who's the second ten they're going to take on tour? That's where we struggle, mate. It's Beal's the backup ten mm. at the moment. Oh, that's trouble. Yeah, and he's a good enough player. He's not a good enough 10. He's not a 10 man. You spent the first 20 minutes telling us that. Yeah. He hit. I think the the issue you've had, or the big improvement you've had, is that over the years, Australia, and even over the last couple of years, the back line has always been menacing. You've always looked like you're going to score tries. That's not the problem. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, we got points up our sleeve, eh? But at least he's he's gutted 
Like, look at the second row. Oh, fuck, please pick and stick at some point. Oh, yeah. But there's six blokes there that could play. The second row I don't have an issue with. 100%. You've got it's lots the back of row that It's the front row and the back row that there is the issue with. Now, I know you're going to say, well, McMahon's going to go to Japan and, and, and Pocock comes back in again. But in terms of depth, okay, I know you would say Tui maybe comes in and replaces Dempsey now and you've got your boy Hannigan, who, you know, might come in for a game. It's your boy. Um, I'll tell you what, though. I've got uh, no issue with Pocock, Hooper, Tui. Um, just wait, just wait. I agree with you. But why is everyone fucking saying we've paid Pocock to have you? He's not, he does not having a year off anymore. He's playing in Japan. Getting paid by them. Fucking making a mozza. He's got he's everyone doing whatever coin. they want. Serious coin. Yeah. You just got back from there. You know how much coin he's making. Uh, it does shit me too. And he's, he's having a vacation. No, no, he's playing rugby. He gets injured, man. Oh, if he comes oh. back without meeting up with Giddo too, I'm not in. To catch up with the boys. Have a coffee, man. Have a fucking <laughs> miso. Whatever you got to do, just don't don't ignore him. Now, are you a fan of miso? Love miso. It's oh, good soup. No. Oh, I don't like miso. You're a weirdo. It's delicious. Why? Thanks, mate. Yeah, <laughs> you look like a dude who doesn't like miso as well. Thanks, mate. Do you reckon it's a tactic as well by old good man Czech? It's a fucking good one if it is. Just every white dude with like fair hair wrapper wrap strap around his head so they all look the same. So when they see Hodge lining up, they think it's some massive unit. And they just have that second of indecision. Is that rudder on the wing? Is that rudder yeah. on the wing? Let's go Jesus. there. Let's and, go. It's not. and bang, Hodge burns him with pace. Oh, no. That's why they left him unmarked yeah. for the oh, first. Hodge defending it first. Is that rudder defending? No, mate. Hodge. <laughs> hey, it's a place. It worked, hey, mate. I was fucking calling it wrong. Before we push on from the Wallabies, someone wrote in on the Green and Gold website, and a good argument too, sort of saying, we're quick to shit on Argentinian coaches because they're not doing enough with a decent squad. Fuck that. We've done 40 podcasts once we've done it. We've shat on the South African coaches with reason, mate. That's a very good squad. They fucking suck, except for this week. Um, but we sort of let Checker off. Are we too? Are we too kind to Checker, mate? He's no, probably no, got the you, worst winning ratio ever. Yeah, we've acknowledged we've, this, and we've also shat on Nathan Gray and Stephen Larkham, and we shat on. But Checker it's interesting, along the way. though. We're not going no, for no, the no, assistance because, elsewhere. Because no, fuck that. Because Ackerman was the dude to step up, and they just go, "No, mate, we got no idea about the Argentinian coaches, and we put the call out last week." But when you think of Australian coaches, I'm not happy with Larkham taking the reins. Who would you throw in there? You can't throw Wessels in there yet. You can't throw anyone else in there. You're going to put fucking Richard Graham. Who's that other dude? Styles, I'll spray him. There's no way. So the reason we're just like, fuck, check up, is because no one else, man. Yeah, there isn't. Vessels, hopefully, long term, maybe. Um, I think with is checker, it a, though, Is it pronounced a V, is it? I don't know, mate. You just said vessels. Wessels. 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 I'm just trying well, to be pretentious. German oh, heritage. Yeah. Um, with checker, I think he does have this aura of, like, he's so alpha that everyone's just lets him off the hook. Like You never hear the press or the commentators turn on him. It's mm. only the fans. It's because he's personable, he's likeable, he's got a good... Uh, he does that alpha, mate. Yeah, the boys are yeah, Very matter-of-fact. You know, at the level best. Mate, it's not that we're not trying, you know. It's hard some weeks and the voice... Where is he from? Well, well you, know. Know. you know. Randwick, mate. So no, I'm not impressed by his performance, but he's the best we've got. And at the moment, there's a squad of players there, so I can see the method to his madness. There's mm. some growth. Mm. There's been I can see the work. I yeah. see his work. But his you work. can't forget we lost to fucking Scotland. True with... Yeah, I know. Scotland B as well, no? Mate, he, right. he got at the start of this fucking season, if you want to call it that. He was given this fucking turd. He was like, here, mate, please make gold out of this. 
And he's just been but sitting there polishing. But it was his turn from the year yeah. before. But you're saying Super Rugby. Super Rugby. They've gone over to these fucking incompetent So he gave Super Rugby a solid turd and Super Rugby handed no, him gold. diarrhea. No, they gave him gold. And he they just gold. went to turd after that. He, and they've been like, check polish this turd back to gold. And it's not gold yet, but you can see some Silver. form of shine. Silver. You can see you, you, a figure when you look into it. There's it's something there. this podcast is not a video. You've seen the actions you're doing towards polishing a turd. Yeah. You'll polish your turd. What, do you disagree? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're not saying it's a, you know, you know, there's still remnants of feces there, but... <laughs> Where is the uh, all-black test in two weeks? Brisbane. Brisbane. Well, this is make or break for the season. For me, this is this is game time in terms of it's a valid season. If we get Your within whole 10... whole season comes down to get... Only because I think we're sitting on par. Two draws, two losses, two wins. I, I think, think I think it's actually par going into a deciding game against the best nation in the world. Yeah, but I, we're at home and we have two weeks to prepare. I think we're going to see that annual release of the Hollywood rom com script. It's just going to be no surprises. It's just going to be the exact same script that's always happening. But you've got to say when we first played them, we'd come off a Super Rugby, and we had no continuity. Now this Wallaby squad has been together a long time. They're checkers team now. Yeah, we'll refer back to the turn. They were twenty three individuals before. Now they're checkers team. So this is it, isn't it? This has he polished the turd? Have we built depth? It's in Australia. Our season's sitting on par. It is make or break for this one. Um, I, I reckon it's a huge one. I think if we get within ten, we stay on par. If we lose by ten, it's a shit season. By more than 10, mm. if we win, it's a good season. I see. I don't think points are a fair reflection of effort. I think if we are in it at the 70th, that's a good season. No, I said it's a par season. If we win it, it's a good season. I don't think it's good unless we win. I'll say it's par if we're close. Given the two draws with the... Uh... We've got to win, Matt. Yeah. We've got to win. We've got to win this one for it to be a good season. Par season's close. As shit seasons, we just get whopped. I'm going to comment to predictions. As we're no, we'll do it next. No, no, we'll just no, do it. Yeah, we're just throwing the whole thing out here. You're fucking still on Japan time. Sorry, please. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, should we jump? Sorry, Richard, yeah. wouldn't you? Then? No. Come Keep on, going. Uh-huh. Still with the polishing turn theory. Fuck uh, it. Checks out, man. Never think about that. Let me talking go. about coaches, do you think it's ironic that the only coach that's left this year is, is Gibson and Taz? I do, but I am happy the rest are gone. Oh, I appreciate <laughs> that. It's just, yeah. 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 He so, should have gone too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. yeah, what is that? I don't know. Just that break. Just a good bloke. They could only get rid of two of the ARU style. They couldn't pay out the other contracts. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't have the money. <laughs> Maybe Czech has told him not to. I don't know. Um, sorry, I've got... South Africa, New Zealand. Um, was I the only one to uh, set the alarms? Yeah, James got up and watched it live, but me and Richie got up and watched a replay. Yeah. So what do you think? A cracking game. I tell you, this is test match rugby. Mm. But where has this Bocky side been? I know. It been great... Mate, they weren't all there. Don't give them more credit than they deserve. Great comeback, though. Great comeback, but and really good defence, but really uninspired attack in the red zone. And that's the one thing that really pisses me off. In Australia, we're doing it today, too. It's just the one-outs and oh. in hope. Yeah. In hope. And no. when it's that telegraphed, the defence is always going to put a shot on and set you back. Mm. And against New Zealand, it's not going to work, man. Mm. And, I mean, it did kind of work from when Cronier scored at the post, but you, you can't be spending 10 minutes down there mm. desperately trying to score. Mm. If you get within the five metre as the attacking team... What would you say that, that, that there was the biggest difference from South Africa from last week to this week? What would you say? Lost 57 nil to this all back side, and to come back and do this, how do they improve so much? Just hard, man. That's it. You've got the crowd cheering you on. 
heart, home ground, fucking you've corrected your woes from before, and the momentum. They just had momentum. And when you've got momentum, it's, it's hard to A, be taken off you, and B, for points to be scored against you. Mm. So it's just that shit. It literally comes down to a dime. When New Zealand have momentum, they fucking trounce you, and that and Malcolm Marks play the best game anyone's played this fucking series too. He, he was... Immense. He put. He had a cape on the whole game. Electric. He is. A, he has been. He's been quiet for... though. A few games before, he's been quiet, but he absolutely just owned it. Um, All Blacks still had some shoddy mistakes. I thought Scott Barrett was clearly the worst forward in their forward pack. Still a good game, but you know he's throwing dodgy passes, bouncing off tackles. If you if you're picking your first choice All Black team, though Scott Barrett doesn't make your team, though, does he? No, I don't think so. I but wonder if still... they think that there because they seem to be big on him. Don't is it just wrong. a name? Don't, don't, don't be wrong. He's a good player. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying he's shit or anything like that. He's still a good player, but he's not at the level he's of a the, package the other deal, one. Mate. He's, he's a not Whitelock, he's not Romano. They're no. a package deal. Or Italic. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's your three, isn't it? Yeah. It's a no brainer. No. Bowden went off in the thirtieth for a knock to the head, but he still passed his test, but they chose to keep him off. But um, so they lost a bit of direction there. Not that Sopawanga sucks. No, Sopawanga But the, the try good. they scored, the first try they scored was on the back of Barrett being so quick and just the pressure that that puts on him. And I and think part crossed. of that, the problem for them isn't Sopawanga's deficiencies because he's amazing. Is Barrett is so different mm. from every other 10. So if you've just done a season with Bowden... You can't cope with the... You can't cope with the yeah. traditional 10 coming in. And I think that's that's rocked him, mm. him coming off. Probably had a bigger impact on the structure. There's nothing Sopawanga did wrong. It's just a very different game for the guys outside mm. Sopawanga to the guys outside Barrett. They Talk play about very differently. The, the guys outside Sopawanga. We've, we've mentioned um, uh, Sonny Bill Williams last couple of weeks. Um, obviously, I don't know how he played last week, but he hadn't, he hadn't been playing fantastic. How did he shape up today? Look, just Sonny, Sonny style. He doesn't. He either a runs for an offload, or b sort of looks like as opposed to what he used to run, like to be tackled. You know what I mean? Like his role in this is to be the first phase. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he used to run with intent to break the line. He used to run a lot harder, but now he's. It's obviously he's playing a lot smarter for what they're trying to achieve. Mm. That's my. Oh, I think um, he has had a poor season, but he had a very injury disrupted lead up, and I actually think he's a victim of his name. Or if he's not Sonny Bill, most weeks we're just like, yeah, centre putter up. Yeah. Made his tackles, made his runs, got a good offload away. Um, but because he's Sonny Bill, especially in Australia, that name carries so much clout, you expect him to be incredible. And if he's not, it's underwhelming. It's sort of the same thing that Israel Folau suffers from. Mm. If he doesn't score, he's had a bad game. Mm. Um, talk about centres as well. Obviously, uh Jesse, Serpentine, outstanding. Jesse Krill, no good. Two no. weeks in a row, Serpentine's been outstanding. Uh, um, and I was calling for Van Rensburg earlier, but Serpentine's showed his worth. Has he got 13 experience, Serpentine? Yeah, that's a combo I'd love to see. Mm. Serpentine and Van Rensburg. We've been saying for a while Krill needs to yeah. disappear. Mm. Yeah. He's the Rob Horn of South African rugby. Mm. Does everything right. Was really good young. Not offering a lot at the top tier. Doesn't even play in the outside centre for his uh, franchise team. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's weird. Um, talking of senses, though, was uh, um, the red card. What did you think about Not it? Not a red, mate. It was disgusting. It was a late, obviously, you saw a late charge and a kick. Hmm. Do you think he came down and that's just a question? He obviously it was late and, and then, it was and high, then... but it was, it was, there was no malice, you know? Hmm. And he got up and ran back to the line. There was no... 
I mean, I know you can't award it on consequence. Mm. I can't stand But fuck that. It needs to be yellow. It's the same result of that poison, unless he misses next week or something because it's a red. I just can't stand these rules and how soft rugby is becoming. It's not a red. How's Piper chiming in in the Argentinian game? Corabetti's tackle. Yeah, that's a very good tackle. I tell you what to do. Run the line. See, I appreciate that in international level you have to work as a team and you have to... Don't even fucking check that. But the thing is about it, I don't like the fact of when players try to undermine the referee, but when a touch judge, a linesman, walks onto the pitch and and starts to basically make him change his decision, I did not like that. I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. It was like, I have no faith in you. Yeah, completely. Stuff the processes. The fact that it's even a conversation's a joke. Mm. How soft are we trying to make this game? Oh, I could understand it being a conversation because the guy was flat out completely. But I hate that idea that things are fine yeah. unless someone goes down. Yeah. You see that so often. Like these things would just be play on, but mm. because the bloke says, fair enough, he's knocked out. I hope he's okay. Yeah. I wish him well. It doesn't mean you need to check it. If the ref said it was fine during the game, play on. Mm. It's just a big hit. Unfortunately, the heads clashed. Oh, absolutely. And it was never, yeah, right decision. I hate the softness and cards are so impactful. Even in the Australian game, Australia ran away with it once it was a card. Mm. Yeah. It's crazy. It was shit. And what else was shit to see was Point given that penalty. As I was saying to you, like the um, fucking accidental offside off the kickoff, full arm. Oh, really? How much does that hurt if you're a Kiwi? Mate, they mentioned it in the commentary. Oh, did they? Interesting to see that. It's just, oh, that's you admitting you're wrong. And, like, I think as a fan base, we kind of need you to come out and say it and not start awarding penalties hoping no one notices. Yeah, you can't just start doing the correct rules now. Oh, the biggest series ever. Just release a step. Where it's okay if you fuck it up, man, but I'd like you to say it. Yeah. I think the players would like you to say it too. Oh, yeah, no, I agree completely. How do you rate, we talked about uh, Australia, how would you rate the South African? They've obviously made huge strides in the last 12 months, but would they, would it be classified as a success for them? I think um, very similar to Australia, obviously in terms of result. Um, one close against New Zealand, one bad one, two draws against Australia, two comfortable wins against Argentina. Mm. Similar to us. Um, I think why there's might be seemingly worse is 57 to nil is horrific. And... They had a better Super Rugby side. So you would argue that they had slightly better personnel mm. starting the competition. So I'd say similar to us, but moderately worse. Because yeah. you had higher expectations and 57-0 is ugly. Mm. It's yeah. really, really ugly. It's real bad. Yeah. There was no fight back there. Yeah. Whereas Australia got blitzed by New Zealand, but in the second half we, we showed up. And we, we made a game of it. Yeah, this was probably tighter than we're given a credit. Because the Yankees missed a few kicks. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure Barrett did too, but no. it's close. Yeah. Havili came on, fucking blinder. How good Broke the line three times on his As if New catches. Zealand need another fucking amazing fullback. Well, how did he come in and just do this shit? They don't need that. They're good. Yeah. Mackenzie's heaps good too. How was that try, Milner? Uh, the ball, Milner got it through to Aaron Smith. Didn't lead to a try, but that was incredible. Yeah, around the yeah. back. Well, he broke his shoulder. Oh. Yeah, he's done. Oh. That is the most injury-prone bloke in the world. Whoa, that's whoa, coming whoa, from whoa. me. That's, yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> hang, on, hang on. So that's kind of sad. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. He's so, when he's fully fit and in full flight, he's such a good player, isn't he? Devastating. Yeah, in, in open space. What do we think of New Zealand season then? They've won just their rugby championship. We'll exclude the Lions because I think we did a pretty good job reviewing mm. that at yeah. the time. Just the rugby championship. How's their season? 
Do you know what? One for, them, again. Uh, for them, I think it's been really good because they've been able to not blood. That's the wrong word, but they've they've. It's not been, I would say, they've not chosen their first choice team. If you had to pick the first choice New Zealand team right now, um, they've been able to bring other players in. You know, Rikai, and he's, he's been a fantastic. I know he played in the Lions season. He's come in. You know, they've been able to have McKenzie at fullback. They've been able to, uh, the Romano's played some, Barrett's played some, Squire's played some. So I think it's been good that they've been able to continue to win while still, not blooding, that's probably the wrong word, but still bringing some extra players into the into the team, really. Yeah, it's hard to argue that it hasn't been amazing. They won every single game. Mm. They destroyed Australia and South Africa both once. They probably played 30, 35 players throughout it. Mm. Um, the the few question marks for me, the lack of consistency and the lack of clinicalness. And I also think as a result of trying so many players, they don't even know what their best team is. Well, they're a bit injury-prone, too. The thing is, when you're a team as good as New Zealand, I think what you want to work towards or see from your squad is you know you're going to... You're you're very capable of having great results from momentum in-game. You know you can score points if things are going your way. Mm. So it's your responses to adversity and seeing the new guys coming in, adopting that culture. So being on the same page, on the same wavelength as the, 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 the guys are always there. Well, that's what so, and done. I think they've they've been hit with some adversity too, mate. That game we played against them, Argentina never really did much, but today they were under it from South Africa and they dug out. And you know the new blood they're trying to bring into the squads were part of those part of those passages of play that got. They're, they're a victim too. of their own success. If they don't win every game by thirty, it's like, well, they're that good at the moment. Yeah. Interesting. They That's their expectation. Their their autumn series or spring series is um, is France, Wales, and Scotland. So it's not like they're going to be massively. Um, and tested. they'll they'll continue to play the young blokes there. Rest the Dags, the Smiths, the etc. Yeah. etc. Cetera, et cetera. Mm. Yeah, fuck them. Being so good at rugby. Well, well it's just hope next good. week. Next week's going to be the day that they're going to lose. Yes. Tell well, you what, though, weeks, two they're... weeks time. Sorry. I mean, yeah. It's a, they just had a close one against South Africa. This is our game to show up for. Mm. I don't think we can beat them, but this is the one to fucking show up for. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Fire up, boys. All right, lads. Well, anything else to around the grounds or any talk at the towns? or the only thing I'd say, thoughts on Brad Thorne? Remains to be seen. Mm. It does remain to be seen. He was seen. in the mix last year and they were shit. Mm. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Would you yeah. like to complete change? Someone out of the system completely to bring nah. in Nah. Oh, uh, oh yeah. You, you'd probably <laughs> rather someone come in Not with a great a, argument with a big, bigger <laughs> reputation. But all coaches started somewhere. Oh yeah, he might be great. Who knows? Yeah, he's a fucking good football player yeah. at everything he ever did. Um, We're going to judge him harshly this season. Well, he's got a good squad. Yeah, but if you look at it, isn't like the um, the Rebels and Brumbies are creating a, a good good squads right now? It's funny. The Tars look to me to have the weakest squad. Yeah. They got they got Folly Flower Hooper, which oh, is big. They did get Simmons too. Oh <laughs> shit! They got Simmons. You know what? Simmons effect. This sounds horrible to the Force fans. I still don't think they should be gone, but it's actually made me more excited for next season because now these squads are all picking up three or four decent players. Yeah, but you would have been as excited if the Rebels got cut. Yes, so it's sure, no sure. I would have rather the Rebels being cut and these guys going on the Force. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. But it has got me more pumped. Nasserini at the the Brumbies, the bunch of guys the Rebels have taken, Genia coming back. Ugh. 
I'm, I'm genuinely excited for next episode. Genius saluting the Rebels again when he scored his tries. He did, come didn't, off. He? He's, didn't he come off and say His heart's there, mate. He is pumped for this Whatever he season. says about it being his daughter, is, is that not true? No? Yeah. Um, this, nice. this week he yeah. actually did the M for, obviously, Melbourne. Yeah. And then he flipped it to a W for Wessels. Oh. So he is double-timing yeah. his allegiance really? to that team. Yeah. He loves that, that team, man. Loves that team. That's awesome, man. Absolutely nothing to do with his wife and daughter. No. Nothing. Nothing. Facts nothing. have been checked. Okay, cool. An exciting thing for Rebels fans slightly. Um, Harold Bishop's tearing it up in the minor 10. Tearing it up. Tearing it up. Ah. Killing it. Harold Bishop. Okay. Still looks big, but Yeah, he does. Chunky. Yeah, he's played a long season and he's still fat. (laughs) Incredible. He's enjoying life. Yeah. Incredible. (laughs) He's uh, enjoying his successes. Completely. All right, sweet. Well, please write to us. We always read him. Mm. I appreciated all the Uruguay comments last week. Yeah, we forgot about that. Very funny. We forgot about Uruguay. Uh, But can you blame us? Fucking Uruguay. Why are they on my radar? Mate, they've got a serious rugby legacy. To be fair, they were one of not many teams we we beat at the World Cup last time. So I would (laughs) have remembered them. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us on Twitter. Jim, we are called... I don't know, man. Right, underscore. There's an underscore between it. Rugby podcast. At rugby underscore podcast. Yes. Thanks. Bye.